You're now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Ha <laughs> Hello and welcome. That's right. You're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us tonight on tonight's Oscar Prediction Show. Please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, Jay Saint G, Certified Geek, seven days a week, coming to you live from Syracuse, New York. And always among us, our moderator and troll hammer, Joe from Fallen One Gaming, of course. Always with me, the warrior from Wakanda, the fiend from Louisville, my man, Mark Withers. What's going on, dude? Hey, what's going on, man? Super excited to be here as usual. And yes, tonight we finally get into it. Our Oscar predictions. This has been many, many weeks in the making. I know that we've kind of put this off a couple times for sort of uh, unexpected reasons, and we apologize for that, but tonight is the night. And who better to help us out with this than the movie aficionado, the expert, the connoisseur, Josh Burris. How are you, sir? Good, man. I'm very good. Uh, this gave me a chance to catch up on everything. And also, I had some stuff going on, so I'm kind of, in a way, glad it was postponed to have us get ready and be prepared for tonight. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Jay, who do we, I mean, I'm sorry, Joe, who do we have in the chat tonight? In the chat tonight, we have Shay Smithers. We got Paul Tackett in the chat. Uh, Toku Punk Productions and bonus commentary, as well as Byron Kingsley. <laughs> Thank you for everybody for coming in. Uh, Wes is missing in action right now, so when he comes in, we'll pop him in. Uh, but for now, oh, speak of the devil. Speak yes. of the All devil. All you had to do was say his name. All right, <laughs> hang on, guys. Hang on, guys. <laughs> Give me a second here. Let me bring around, Wes though. in real quick. Um, <laughs> let me just boot myself out here. And then I gotta do switch, do a little switcheroo here. All right. Hold on, uh, Wes is just getting connected right now. Uh, Wes, if you can hear us, we are live right now. There he is. There he is. Yes. There he is. Wes, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. Most great, excellent. Great. You're joining us just in the nick of time. Yes. We are Perfect just, uh, just starting here. Just, just started our intros and. Let's just go ahead and introduce you, Wesley Jones from Real Talk, a movie podcast, one of my favorite podcasts probably of all time. You Thank guys you. just recently did a whole Marvel thing. I know that you don't like superhero movies, but that was a great <laughs> episode. So, so yeah. Uh... Oh, looks like Mark froze. Uh. Um, but Wes, go ahead. Um, just get... For those who don't know, just go ahead, plug yourself in, explain your podcast real quick, and I know you just dropped the Marvel episodes here, but uh, yeah, go ahead, Wes. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. It's good to be back with everybody. I've podcasted with everyone here before, and uh, Josh, good to see you again you, as well. Thank you. And yeah, I'm, I'm Wes from, uh, from Real Talk, a movie podcast, and I know I've said it on this show before, but really our whole mission with our show is... We're, we're a group of friends. We've been a group of friends for about 20 years now. And our whole thing is we just want you to feel like you're part of our group. You're part of our friends. We're hanging out. We're talking movies. We like to have fun, make a lot of jokes on the show. Um, but at the same point in time, I think we can also do some pretty in-depth analysis and, and um, provide 
some theories sometimes and some other fun things. So uh, we do a variety of different shows, retro episodes, episodes about uh, spoiler free for new films. We do interviews. We just had an awesome interview. I, I can't wait to get that put out. Uh, Mr. Justin Beam, who is a content creator for uh, Shout Factory, Scream Factory, uh, Paramount uh, Studios, and any special edition DVDs from those companies. He has worked on a lot of the content, and it was just a blast talking with him. And yeah, we're, we're just doing all kinds of things. And uh, you can find us basically anywhere you get your podcasts Spotify, Apple, Google. You name it, and uh, as always, love being on Nerd Cage, and just apologize that I'm I'm late, doing the best I can. Hey, no uh, worry, and uh, we, we understand, we understand. Life, life is a thing, so just so everybody know, life is a thing. Also, Wes, you have a fantastic Facebook discussion group as well. Yeah, yeah, we um, we would love people to come over and join our Facebook group. It's just Real Talk, that's R-E-E-L, when you're searching for us. And, uh, yeah, what I love is that for the longest time, it was Gabe, T-Man, and myself that were posting most of the content that's in there. But now we've got a variety of listeners and other people that interact with us. They provide content and get discussions going, and I love that. That was the whole purpose of wanting to have a group. And I know, um, Mark, you and Jay yeah. uh, understand that over at NerdCage. You, you guys have got yeah. some of the, the, the same stuff we going we on over you. there. We copied yeah. you, man. <laughs> I, I know, that's great. I know. Yeah, uh, we copied other people. <laughs> so. Yes. Um, but, yes, uh, please check out um, Real Talk Movie Podcast. Links in the description below. And it looks like Mark's back in here. But uh, while we get Mark in here, Joshua Burst, go ahead. Movie Fish and Alice, explain what you got going on, what you do. Yeah. Movie fishing, movie and gaming aficionados now. Uh, I do, yeah, I, I switched up because I do so many live gaming streams. I play Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic. I play all types of other games on there. But I uh, started to do my reviews again. Um, I just put up the review for Batman and for uh, Red Rocket. Uh, and I got a whole bunch of movie reviews coming down the pipeline. Um, coming up again. I'm back in my grind, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm also working on a documentary that might star one or more of the people in here. Uh, so that's another thing I got going on. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm, my movie group is on Facebook too. It's Movie Aficionados, same name, and Gaming Aficionados. So uh, there's always like news reviews. We got over uh, 6,500 people in there, and I know Mark and Jay, they always post in there. So yeah, yeah. We appreciate if you're a content that. creator, come over and Post your stuff, you know, post your uh, YouTube channels and stuff. Yeah, you're more than welcome. Thank you. Yes. Josh, curious. I, I don't know too many other people that watched Red Rocket. What did you think oh. of that movie? Oh, it's great. It's uh, I'm a big Sean Baker fan. Uh -huh. I was telling them about uh, Tangerine and um, Florida Project. I like it not as much as those two, but uh, it's still really, really, like, it's it's good. It's solid. I think I gave it, like, a 7.5. Uh I started doing numbers again, so I would give it a 7.5, but I would say absolutely watch it regardless of that. Whether you think that that's a mediocre score, I would say still see it for the experience. I actually talked to him for just a second on Instagram. A Sean few, Yeah, a few <laughs> a few weeks back because I was trying to get him on our on our show wow. uh, to talk about the movie because it was it was so interesting. Please let and, me know, man, if you do. <laughs> well, I, we failed. I, I'll just go ahead and tell you. He, he's, yeah. he gave me his uh, he gave me the contact information for his team. 
to kind of send it through and they asked a, a ton of questions and I guess we weren't mm. big enough to sure, have sure. Sean come on. So here's what we're going to do now that we're reconnected here. First of all, before we get started here, I uh, just want to say our hearts go out to our friends, Nerdcage Nation over in the Ukraine. Uh, the shit's crazy. Our hearts go out to you and, you know, hopefully we'll be out of this situation sooner rather than later. Um, yeah. That being yeah. said, since this is Oscar prediction, before we go down our list and our predictions, let's go around sort of real quick and let's talk Oscar snubs. So Wes, I'm gonna let you go ahead first. All right. So what do you, um, any Oscar snubs that come to mind? Well, the biggest one for me, and to tell you the truth, the the nominations went a lot as I expected them to go. Uh, just. I mean, we, we can have a whole side discussion on what in the heck the Oscars are doing these days with their nominations and stuff like that. I think it's um, not a big fan of the show anymore. I haven't been a big fan for several years. And uh, another little secret, the last one I even watched was the one where Leonardo DiCaprio finally won his best, uh, best actor, which I was tuned in for that, hoping to see him win that. But I haven't really watched uh, since. But... Anyway, the, your question was on snubs, and this one aggravated me a little bit because I saw a lot of what a lot of the contenders um, are this year um, as we were fortunate to get screeners for the first time this year. And, uh, man, the Lady Gaga snub for yep. Best Actress, hmm. it, I, I not only thought she should be nominated, I would... For uh, the Nashville Film Critics Association, or Music City, I'm sorry, Music City Film Critics Association that we're a part of out of Nashville, uh, we did our awards, and that's who I voted for. I voted for Lady Gaga as Best Actress um, for House of Gucci. She was fantastic. I even read an article that they had a dialect coach um, kind of grade the actors from the, the film on their Italian accents, and they said not only did she nail the Italian accent, she nailed the accent from the particular region that the character she played is from. So it was like she nailed the, the accent and then nailed the specific area that the that the real life character was from. Yeah. And I just thought that was amazing. So that one bothered me. Really, none of the other ones. Um, no, I take that back. One other one, the two, Lady Gaga and then Denis Villeneuve, not being nominated for best director for Dune. That was another one like, what? Yep. What on earth? I was kind of surprised and they I nominated think, it for everything mistaken, else. That's that? the first time in history, Oscar history, where like the the movie gets nominated for best picture, but not best director. It's usually best <clears> picture, <throat> best director. I think it's the first time in Oscar history where uh, there's a best right. picture without the best director. So yeah, that was actually pretty uh, pretty bonkers if you ask me. Um, well, I hope I didn't steal any thunder, but those were the two. No. Other than that, I'm just kind of like, ah. No, no, because I have a lot of thunder. I'm okay. actually shocked that you didn't hit, hit any of my notes, but yeah. All right, uh, Josh, go ahead. What are your Oscar snobs? Dude, dude. All right, first off, Julie DeCourneau, she won Best Film at Cannes, right? For it, Like, it's shocking to me, like, my number two film of the year, Titane, 
isn't even on the best international film. Like, how did it get nominated for best international film? It won at Cannes. I know how. I know the reason why. It's because of the content. They don't like certain things. I won't talk about the certain things because they're very graphic. Uh, you know, the things that happen in the film. Also, the time. We have to focus on, like, what time it comes out, which is a bunch of nonsense. You know what I mean? But still, this is best international film. We're not even talking about, you know what I mean? I, it, it's mind-blowing to me that it didn't, after all those festival nominations that she got, how perfect this movie is. There's nothing there. Big snub, another big snub is The Green Knight. Um, it's, yeah. I'm gonna say this, and this might be shocking you guys, I think it has the best cinematography. Better, and I love Dune. I, it's better than Dune. I think it has be best costume design. Nothing for The Green Knight, right? I agree with that, yeah. And, 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 Absolutely. And again, we go back to the time it came out, the content involved, because they don't want, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be a little graphic. They don't want a movie with the guy jerking off into a towel or whatever to win. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stuff like that, they really like keying on. Um, and same thing with Titane too. Uh, and obviously my best movie was Nine Days. I, I didn't expect anything to happen with that, but maybe, I was like, maybe, maybe there could be a writing or something, because the screenplay for Nine Days, I think is phenomenal. The concept yeah. alone is brilliant. Um, so yeah, that was a big snub for me. And, uh, oh, and Pig, we talked about that. Yes. I, I have to give a shout out to Michael Cernoski. Uh, I'll leave that for you guys, because I know you probably will have Oh, Mark your... finally saw it. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. a plane coming back, back from Florida, yeah. and it was, yeah, you were right, Jay. Thank that was you. an awesome movie. I love it. You know what? Yeah. Not, I like hearing, Jay, you were right, but when I hear Mark say it, <laughs> oh, boy, does it get me going. <laughs> so let's bring, okay, for the record, Joe's here to moderate, so uh, so we'll go to some Mark. What are some Oscar snubs? So the glaring one to me is Denis Villeneuve, right? So, like, I don't, I don't think that I remember a time when uh, a best picture, like when a movie was uh, nominated for best picture and the director of that picture was not nominated himself or herself. And this to me is like probably the most glaring um, offense in, in my opinion. I love that movie, you guys know, like I was a huge fan of it, you know, when it was released, I gave it a 10 out of 10 last year. I still feel that way very much so. Uh, and then listening to uh, Denis explain some of the shots and some of the some of the ways that, that he translated the book into live action and why he made the choices he made sort of made me love that film even more. And to just see him be completely ignored um, you know, this year, as far as the Oscars are concerned, it it really does rub me a little raw. But, you know, that said, you know, we do have some some great nominees and who would you replace, honestly, like out of these? Yeah. So, yeah, so, so I can kind of excuse it, but that to me is the most glaring snub. Yes. Uh, so real quick, I'm just going to say exactly what Wes just said. Lady Gaga baffled me i thought for sure she was gonna get nominated i actually thought she was gonna win um now my i mean i was i took my mother to see hasaguchi and we were just floored by it by the way i saw that and i saw um what was the other um the the last duel i saw those pretty much back to back and i thought both were great i figured wow like um 
Oh my god, I'm, I'm stubbing on this freaking name. Ridley, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Ridley yeah. Scott. I thought doubled his chances of winning, and neither one of his movies got nominated. So yeah, yeah. I think House. If I had to choose between the Last Duel and House of Gucci, I'm picking House of Gucci. I understand Last Duel has its fans. I liked House of Gucci a little more, and I think House of Gucci should have been nominated for Best Picture, even though I don't think it's going to win. I just think it should have been nominated. And I also think um, Lady Gaga should should have got Best Actress and win Best Actress, in my opinion. And uh, tack on to what Josh said earlier, I was a huge fan of Pig. I thought for sure Nicolas Cage was going to get Best Actor nomination. Yeah, and, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought maybe, maybe Best Screenplay, maybe. I didn't well, think it was going to get Best Picture, but maybe Best Screenplay. But I thought Nicolas Cage, probably his best performance in since uh, since that movie he did with Cher, uh, Moonstruck. Like, that's how oh, good. Wow, that's, that's saying a lot. That's yeah. how good I thought was like 40 he was years in that ago. movie. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and then um, and then like I said, to greet everyone else here, Deli Venu, even though I don't think he would have won, he should have been nominated just just right. principle, just based on principle. Yeah, I agree. Well, that, would, that's all. Jay, I Jay, what oh. you and Josh were talking about with Pig, uh, my vote for best actor for the the same um, film critics association I was telling y'all about, it went to Nicolas Cage as well because he, again, Nicolas Cage went through. Nicholas Cage kind of got lumped in. He was like the the Nickelback of acting for a while. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That he got that treatment um, because he was pretty much just taking everything. But um, I think Mandy and a couple of other ones over Joe over the years that he was mm -hmm. in, and uh, not a moderator Joe, but you know the 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 film Joe. <laughs> And a, a few other ones that he were in really showed it's like, yeah, he's collecting paychecks, but when it comes down to it and he can play a character, he can still really act. And yeah. Pig, his performance in that, I'm like, all right. The Nicolas Cage is back of like the early 90s and, and mid-90s, whenever he was mm -hmm. on top, he was back. Yeah. And I hated that he didn't get more recognition than he I, he got my vote. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I'm, glad, um, I'm glad we can agree to that. Um I'm just going to say something really quick, yeah. and uh, here we go. I'm going to end my Hollywood run before it even begins uh, with my, my run I'm going on. Um, the reason why Ridley Scott didn't make it or do anything, and this is going to pull the wool over, get rid of the wool from everybody's eyes, uh, he didn't pay his Oscar dues, and by that I mean money. Really? Like literally, well, no, I mean, that. you know, you guys know, we know, they pay to promote and they pay their money mm. to, to get yes. in this. You know what I mean? I knew what when they say for your consideration, they're really talking mm. about, you know. So uh I mean so why why does Disney win every year? You know, why does Disney win Pixar win best animated when there's so many better animated movies? Uh, you know what I mean? Right. Um that's all I'm gonna say. I don't want the Illuminati coming after me. Okay, so no it. no that's <laughs> no that's actually quite that's actually a pretty fascinating fact. So let's go ahead and start here. Uh we're gonna go right in order uh, Joe, just go ahead. Just go through the nominate, not the nomination, but like the cat. Go through the categories in order, real quick. Just you know what we're doing in order. So let's go rip through the um, categories. All right. Uh, well, let's just start with uh, best picture. Yep. The first category we have up, and the nominees for that is Belfast, uh, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard. Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Wesley Jones, who wins Best Picture? 
Can we do who we want to win and who we think is going to win? That's fine. <laughs> That's great. Right. Okay, cool. even do that, I mean, I, I like to say uh, you're going right off the bat with best picture, huh? We're not doing it the opposite way. Yeah, yeah we're, we're like, just going to go, right, okay. yeah, gonna gonna go right, okay. right in order. Right. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Cool. So Play the I, I think power. First and then, yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Like, uh, I was just making a joke. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Had a hard time hearing. I, I wish I'd heard the joke, but anyway, uh, the, I think Power of Dog is going to win. Okay, I'm just making uh, notes here. It, Go ahead. <laughs> yep, I, I think it's going to win, and it seems to have that momentum. It's the kind of film that the Oscars these days seem to want to recognize, um, and it's got a female director. It's a really good movie. Good cinematography. Uh, great acting in it. it. It really has everything. Uh, I don't. It's it's just not the kind of movie that I normally like. I'll never want to watch it again. It's just kind of like okay, that was good. It's one of those that will go down as yeah, that was a pretty good movie. But nobody's going to be talking about it in two or three years. Nobody's going to care about the power of the dog in two or three years. So the movie that I want to win is Coda. I think that's the best movie in the lineup. Uh, it, it emotionally touched me the most. I love seeing um, the deaf actors that were in it. They did such a fantastic job. And the lead character in it, like, she was amazing. And I'm a huge fan of Sing Street. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I, I do not like musicals at all, but I love Sing Street. And the uh, lead character from that is also in Coda. So that's who I, I hope wins, but I'm, I'm betting money the power of the dog is going to win. Okay, good pick. Joshua Burst of Movie Aficionados, who is your pick for best picture? I actually think Coda's going to win, um, to be honest with you. Just based on like everything you said is really just the criteria for what is going to help win. And Power of the Dog, like you had mentioned that, I... Um, I hated Power of the Dog, man. I never, I never want to see it again because I couldn't stand it. I thought it was really bad. And I'm a film snob, man. I thought yeah. I was like, oh, I can't. I didn't want to watch it. But um, I will say this, though. Backdoor possibility is Dune. Um, I think that maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe it'll shock us. I have my fingers crossed. It reminds me of the time also that Mad Max Fury Road got nominated for all those things. And you were like, oh mm -hmm. my gosh, is Mad Max Fury Road going to win Best Picture? It didn't. But maybe they'll switch it up. Because that's what I think the, the key is. They like to surprise us with things because, because it's so predictable and so lame that I think at this point they want to surprise us. So I think the safe bet would be Coda. A uh, great movie, like you had said, all those things. But Dune would be a backdoor surprise one, and that's that's what I think. That's my two cents. Mark Withers, uh, I'm, I'm dying to hear your pick. So, all right, so this isn't my pick, but I'm I'm very surprised that neither one of you said anything about West Side Story. I mean, here we have Spielberg, arguably the greatest or one of the greatest directors of our age, here in this category. People have. People who have seen this movie have said that, oh, it's better than the original and this and that. Um, I'm really surprised that that didn't even come up as like a possibility for either one of you. Now, it's not my pick at all. And you know that uh, how much you guys know how much I love Dune. I want Dune to win. I don't think it's going to. Um, but I honestly think it's going to be Coda. And here's why. 
So uh, just a few days ago, we had SAG Awards, CODA won SAG Awards. Now, historically, Best Picture winner at the SAG Awards matches the Best Picture at the Oscars. This has happened maybe the last 21 out of 27 or 28 times, right? So with that level of accuracy, we can kind of expect that that's what's going to happen. Like, I don't think that there's any certainty to that, but that would be, if I was putting money on it, I would say that that's going to be our winner this year. Um, if not that one, I'm going to say Licorice Pizza, just because, I, and I honestly, I didn't see this movie, but so many people saw it and loved it. It got so many good reviews, you know what I mean? So I think that, that that's, a, that's also a possibility. Okay, so for me, okay, for the record, I have not seen every single movie, but I will. I always watch all the best pictures every year, but, I have, but there's so many of them I haven't got to them yet. So, the movie I think should win, if it was me, if Jay St. G ran the Oscars, the movie that wins is Nightmare Fucking Alley wins. Because that was bloody fantastic. Gomero Dotero delivered again. But it ain't going to win. The fix is in. West Side Story is going to win. It's the safe bet. It's Spielberg. It's, a, it's his first musical. Everyone's raving about it. I know it flopped in the box office thanks to Spider-Man. But West Side Story, I, is, I guess it's on a whole other level. And Spielberg, once again going into the sixth decade you know nominated for another movie in another decade and i think he's gonna win i think west side story wins hands down and i don't think it's, it's a possibility i have a rebuttal section if not it's okay we can move forward if we don't have a rebuttal section because <laughs> i have a rebuttal for you and mark but okay because you guys love Steven Spielberg, and we all do, everybody loves Steven Spielberg, but he's already done it before. And another rule I have for Oscars is, and it goes with Nightmare Alley too, because I love Nightmare Alley. If you've already won it, then you're not gonna win it again, really. Uh, I mean, they, they've given multiple Oscars to people, but they don't yeah. like it. Usually, if you've had your shot and you got your Oscar, time move yeah. on especially like steven spielberg where it's like all right west side stories already won best picture and steven spielberg's already won you know what i mean they're not gonna i i'm just going it's the safe bet i just feel like the, spielberg, spielberg you're thinking logical <laughs> you're thinking sure. logical i'm thinking oscar wise right yeah the last time spielberg, totally see that. the last time spielberg, spielberg won was lincoln right and that was like a decade mm. ago so it's been a minute since he's won Hmm. It's been a while. And then and I think before that was Saving Private Ryan. Before that was Schindler's List. That so wasn't like, Best Picture, though, Lincoln, right? Yeah. No. So every 10 years, Lincoln? Spielberg wins, it seems like. It seems like. So he's, he's about to. Yeah, Wait, Lincoln was Best Picture? Lincoln won Best Picture? Did it? Or, or was it Best Director? I don't think so. It was I, don't think, I don't think it won Best Picture. That was what? 2012. 2012. 2012. That was the artist, I think, that won that year. If I'm All right, well, I'm just back. saying that Spielberg, yeah. Spielberg's always in the mix. And, you know, chances are, you know, when he's in the mix, he wins. He's got a good winning percentage. So, and, would, and just the yeah. buzz the buzz on the movie alone is the reason why I think it's, it's going to win. Um, but, Joe, go ahead. What we got next? All right. Next category we have is Best Director. And the nominees are Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog, 
Ryusuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. All right, Wes, go ahead. Who wins Best Director? I think, um, I mean, Jane Campion is a heavy favorite to win this. I think she's going to win it going away. I don't think the others really even stand a chance. Uh, I'll be honest, I, I'm really not down with a lot of the Best Director nominees uh, this this year. Uh, I, definitely Spielberg, I think, uh, deserves it. I'll, we can talk about this as we go on with some of these, but... Man, I was a huge PTA fan right out of the gate. I mean, you've got um, Boogie Nights, which is just freaking fantastic of a movie. Magnolia ends a little weird, but overall, I really like Magnolia. There Will Be Blood is probably one of my top yeah. films of the of the 2000s, that, that decade. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just... I think him and Darren Aronofsky have the same issue. They're both incredibly talented. Mm. They are really good directors, mm. and they come. They've got good subject matter, but I, I personally just don't feel that they make like enjoyable films, like that you can sit down and watch them and be really and, and really like them. And I just, I think. I just, I don't want him to win because of that reason. I wish he would get back to trying to make something a little less catered directly to the to the Oscars and and cater something towards fans because he's talented enough to make a good movie. So anyway, I know that was a long-winded answer. I just, I'm really not too impressed. There's a lot of other directors I would have loved to see nominated. I don't care who wins, but I think Jane Campion is going to smoke the rest of them. All right, Josh Burris of Movie Fishing House, who wins Best Director? Damn, dude. All right, well, I was going to say Ryuzuki Hamaguchi for uh, Drive My Car will probably win because of uh, my Oscar algorithm that I have in my head, but mm -hmm. it's very possible that Jane Campion will win also because of the algorithm. Uh, not because of, of any type of talent or skill. Uh, I lost my faith in the Oscars. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can tell. Uh, I really like, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've really just seen, and I kind of was able to guess uh, the past couple years, like, oh, you know what? This is going to win because X, Y, Z. Not because it's the best movie. Not because it is the best picture. Not because of any, like, oh, this, I like the way it's shot. I like the way the sound is. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, Rizuki Hamaguchi, okay. based on uh, very. Yeah. yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, well, yeah, without going too much into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's all good. Uh, Mark Withers, who wins Best Director? So I didn't see any of these movies. I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna like admit that right now. So like my guess is truly a blind guess, but I'm gonna say Paul Thomas Anderson only because previously I said that there's a good chance a licorice pizza is going to win best picture. A lot of times best picture and best director go hand in hand. And so that's what I'm going to say, like either that, uh, or, you know, my second, uh, this, my second pick would probably be Jane Campion just for all the reasons that, that you all have mentioned earlier. So yeah, that's what I got. I'm going with Spielberg. I'm going with Spielberg, best best picture, best director. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. 
I'm not, I'm not backing away. away. <laughs> you can you can come at me with all your cinema snobs and your your Oscar no, algorithms. I'm going with Spielberg. I'm going with the safe bet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah um, just so the audience knows, we all put up a thousand dollars too, by the way. So this is a big, big, <laughs> big deal. Yeah. A big deal right He's here. Maybe. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh man! Well, yeah, it's gonna—it's an interesting race. I'm not gonna lie. I think—I think this year's race is far more interesting than than last year's for sure, in my opinion. Joe, what do we got next, man? All right, next category is best actress, and the nominees are Jessica Chastain for *The Eyes of Tammy Faye*, Olivia Coleman for *The Lost Daughter*, Penelope Cruz for *Parallel Mothers*, Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Yes, all good ones here. So uh, Wesley Jones of movie, Real Cast, movie, uh, Real Talk, a movie podcast, who is your pick for Best Actress? I'm going with Jessica Chastain in yes. this particular category. And I'm actually, this is who I want to win as well. Uh, she was my number two choice behind Lady Gaga for Best Actress. And I know, again, Lady Gaga is not nominated. I'm just saying that's how I had them ranked at Jessica Chastain. Now, interesting story is we were invited as part of the Music City Film Critics Association to a screening of the Eyes of Tam Tam ah, the Eyes of Tammy Faye in Nashville. And I went down there for that. And it was a really cool experience for me as one of the first times that I kind of took part as a member of the media and I sat down to watch the movie and we had Fox Searchlight executives. I sat beside an actress that was in the new Wrong Turn film that's uh, part of the SAG, uh, is part of SAG. And the whole main reason I went down there is because after the screening of the film, Miss Jessica Chastain was gonna come and sit down and talk with everybody in the that was in the audience and let them ask questions and stuff about the movie. So it was really cool to get to see her Lucky. live in person Lucky. and yeah and listen to her talk about the, the movie and she's the one who really went after it or got the film produced uh she really was the everything to that movie and she turned in a fantastic performance i think uh that and her zero dark 30 turn just showed she is one of the best actresses of our current generation and i'm pulling for her and i think she wins very well said. Uh, Joshua Burris of Movie Aficionados, who wins Best Actress? Oh, my God. I got totally distracted. First off, there's a new Wrong Turn movie. That threw my brain off. Second off, I need to <laughs> sign up for the, the Music uh, Association, Critic Association, definitely. Um, and no, I would love it if Jessica Chastain won. Uh, her performance was unbelievable. It was great. Uh, honestly, though, I think they're going to give it to Kristen Stewart for Spencer um because the algorithm likes a young starlet who hasn't done it before rather than or an old starlet who hasn't done it before rather than uh you know somebody who has um so yeah i, I think kristen stewart's gonna take it based off the algorithm okay all right so sad, you're trusting, the, you're trusting I'm sorry. the algorithm i'm so sad and cynical but yeah you're gonna see kristen stewart yeah okay okay so you're going with the algorithm again all right mark withers who you got for this one best actress mark who's wins so this is a stacked cast for me. So I saw most of these, and I have to say that these are some some of the best performances of the year. I, I agree with almost all of them. Um, that said, 
I have to agree with Wes. It's Jessica Chastain here. Um, I I loved her performance as Tammy Faye. On top of that, again, she just won the SAG Award for this role. It kind of goes hand in hand with the Oscars historically. So I think that she has an excellent chance. If not her, I'm going to say Olivia Coleman. She's probably one of the most versatile, one of the most natural actresses of our generation, probably since Meryl Streep. I think that she has an excellent chance of winning for this film. Um, but also don't count out Nicole Kidman for uh, being... Oh. Oh, looks like uh, Mark froze up again. Um, I, I got his pick in there, and I'm just going to attack Her first. Oh, there we go. I okay, think her turn go. is, is Lucille Ball. is fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how much of that you heard. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm going to go with Jessica Chastain as my financer. Okay. Um, so it looks like three three out of the four of us are picking Jessica Chastain. I am going with Jessica Chastain. Um, I have not seen that movie, but all the buzz... All, all, all the signs point to her winning, but the tack on to what Mark said, being the Ricardos was absolutely fantastic. I took my mother, to, my parents are big uh, I Love Lucy fans, so I took my mother to see being the Ricardos in theaters a week before it dropped on Amazon Prime, and I absolutely loved it. She loved it. Uh, Nicole Kidman, um, again, she still proves she still got, she's still one of the best actresses out there even now, but um, I think it's Jessica Chastain's her, her time has come. I really, I really did, think uh, it comes down to it's her time has come, and that's why did they I do the the Vitamita Vegemin or that thing no. that still bothered that famous <laughs> episode. That is such a hilarious episode. Gosh, it's great. Yeah, um, that's probably our best one. But mm. I think I think this is like I think among all the categories, this is like the most toss up. But if I'm pick, I I think it's Jessica Chastain. I think it's the fixes in. I appreciate you guys picking with your hearts, man. It's really noble. Uh, but yeah, man, yeah, that's what I'll say, man. I, I as a movie aficionado myself, I appreciate. I was so hoping that we'd have a unanimous decision here, but uh, but yeah, but uh, Mark and I, we, I'm a cynical. We, Mark and I agree for once. <laughs> once. For once. All once right. Ages. Joe from Fall One Gaming. What do we have next? My right, next category is best actor. Oh, here we go. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I already know Jay's pick. But uh, the nominees are Javier Bardem for Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith for King Richard, and Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. All right. Wesley Jones of the uh, Real Talk Movie Podcast. Who wins Best Actor? Well, I've got maybe another kind of little controversial thing to say that uh, most people can't can't figure it out. Maybe sometimes I can't even figure it out myself. But when I was a kid, Joe I started out as a Will Smith fan. Okay, I liked Will Smith a lot. Fresh Prince was a good show. He was amazing in Independence Day. I mean, who who wouldn't be a Will Smith fan after watching Independence Day? And then for several years after that, I just did. He got into week like wiki wild wild west and you know movies like that and i just didn't really i didn't really like the way that he kind of acted a lot in the public and uh just the movie choices that he did and stuff like that however king richard 
I loved that movie. I thought it was really, really good, and he was so great in it. I recognize he can be a really good actor, but um, so I'm on the Will Smith train this year. I loved his performance. I really enjoyed that movie. Um, I followed the Williams family. It was always great to see Serena and uh, get in there and just whip some the crap out of some women playing tennis. It was just unbelievable. You know, Venus winning that uh, tournament or going into that tournament against the number one player and was up. She's 14 years old against the number one player and just destroying her whenever they pulled that crap on her. So what, it was just a, a great movie, fantastic story. And I, I think I think Big Willie's back, and I think he's going to win. And I want him to win. Okay, that's very well said. Uh, Josh Burris of Movie Aficionados, who wins? What does the algorithm say? Well, <laughs> all right, without even getting to that, it, it, I mean, it says Will Smith without a doubt. And uh, it's a long time coming. Um, and that's a big key. It's a long time coming. We like our young stars that haven't gotten it. We like our old stars that needed it and are long overdue. And I'll bring up something that you had said before, Wes. You had said that you were excited when Leo got his Oscar for The Revenant. Um, for me, I thought that that's an example of like one of the worst movies he could have won it for. Like there were so many other times where he got snubbed yeah, that they were like, oh, here you go. We'll just give it to you on a silver platter. That's this. That's what this is and will be. And I think that Will Smith will win because that. And I was hoping, I was like, yeah, let's see if everybody's in the Will Smith train. Mark to you. Ugh. All right. So uh, to bring up SAG again. So these exact actors, all five of these actors were nominated in the SAG Awards in the same order. And true to form, Will Smith won. So I really think that it's going to be Will. Now, Jay, I know that that kind of ruffles your feathers. I know that you're a Denzelic. Um, I also really enjoyed Denzel in the tragedy of Macbeth. I thought it was awesome. I want him to win. But I honestly think that it is gonna be Will Smith for a lot of the reasons that Josh talks about. And um, I, while I do think that that was a great performance, I, I enjoyed it, but he has kind of been overdue for this. And I think that they probably will give it to him as sort of a, like a makeup, like, like we know you deserve one, so here yeah. you go. And that's kind of that's how I feel too. Okay. But that said, I mean, it, it, you would be hard pressed, I, in my opinion, you would be hard pressed to kind of like find other actors to um, to replace any of these. I think that all, I've seen almost all of these movies and I would say that they all turned in really good performances this year and they're each one of them is worth, you know, is um, Yeah, they're all worthy. That's nomination. what I was going to say. Um, right. They're all worthy and I think for the record, if Will Smith wins, I won't be upset. In fact, I'll be ecstatic because I was mad as hell when he he should have won for Pursuit of Happiness. Right, I feel right. like that was like <laughs> right. that was right. a blatant like mispick right there. He should have won for that. So if he wins this year, the way I look at it, is he the most deserving among these actors? No, but he should have won for Pursuit of Happiness, and that's why I think um, that's why I won't be mad because he should have won that year. However. I don't know if there's any religious people here, so I gotta be careful how I say this. I don't wanna offend any Sorry religious people, but for those who don't know, uh, the Bible 
has been mistranslated so many times. I'm here to tell you the truth about the Bible. In the Bible, the way it's supposed to be translated in the uh, in the Ten Commandments, there's a commandment that y'all don't know about, but I know because I've seen it. And that commandment is, thou shalt not pick against the greatest and unquestionable actor to ever walk the earth of Denzel Washington. You don't pick. Thou not shalt pick against Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington will win for his second time because he should have won. This is his ninth nomination, okay? And he's only won once. And Tragedy of Macbeth... He's, he's won twice. Wow. He's won twice. Yeah, I was going to say he won twice. But... Tragedy of Macbeth, uh, he... That was a perfect 10. I don't give out 10s. I didn't even give Bat the Batman a 10. The Tragedy of Macbeth was a 10. Speaking of uh, another snub, Francis McDermott was snubbed as well. I forgot to mention that. Francis yeah. McDermott uh, was, was snubbed that as well. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree with that. So, yeah. But if Will Smith wins, I won't be mad because, like I said, I feel like he should have won for Pursuit of Happiness. But Denzel, I mean, doing what Denzel does best is being Denzel. And I am pleasantly surprised he got nominated because there were some naysayers out there who had the audacity to question Denzel's ability when it comes to Shakespeare. And he proved everybody wrong. And he's going to prove everybody wrong once again. Denzel Washington is still the unquestionable greatest actor. In the history of this earth, always has been, always will be. Amen. He's better than Daniel Day-Lewis? More than Daniel Day-Lewis. Listen. Wow. Listen. Denzel Washington is in a strategy. Okay, there's Tom Hanks, and then there's Daniel Day-Lewis, and then far above in the reaches of stars where no man has gone before. Denzel Washington is up there was, looking down upon thee. I was going to put Marlon Brando in there, Al Pacino. How much, oh, yeah. how much is Denzel, Denzel Washington is up oh, there. Oh, man. The goat. The, the goat. man just looks goat. down and smiles upon us, and we get to look up wow. to his glorious mind and his glorious acting ability. Every, everybody should step outside and breathe in the air, knowing that Denzel Washington somewhere out there is breathing the same air as you because he's just that damn good. He's the best ever and always will be. Amen. I always have a hard time comparing classic Hollywood to, mm, okay. to current Hollywood. Um, contemporary, I should say, Hollywood. I have a, a, a really hard time doing that. So I always kind of split it up where I'm like, all right, I've got my classic Hollywood, like Bogart and uh, Brando and Stewart, you know, and I've got my new guys. But... The greatest performance, contemporary performances that I've ever seen are Daniel Day-Lewis in There Will Be Blood yes. and Denzel Washington in Training Day. Those are my two top acting performances ever. Amen. Uh, and I, Yeah, so I'm definitely not against Denzel, but again, like you said, he's, he's won twice before. I think this is Big Willie's year. Yeah, again, I won't be upset. And just for the record, I want everybody to know this. Denzel Washington... Very classy individual. He even said that, he even said to Will Smith, to his face, I hope you win. Your time has come. That was coming from mm -hmm. Denzel's mouth. So to show you. That's respect. That, Definitely, yeah. It's really nice of him to say that. Um, but obviously. And who's following in their the footsteps? Academy. It's up to Because Denzel. So. You, you had Denzel. And then you had Will. And then now we've got Michael B. Jordan. He's the next. Yes. Great 
African American actor. Mm -hmm. Like, I love okay. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, I would have said Lakeith Stanfield and Daniel Kaluuya are in there too, because they're both like really. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield mm -hmm. definitely would, to me, be like the next. Yeah, My Michael B. Jordan's yeah. stock is rising and rising fast, and it's really, it's really awesome true, that true. we all get to see it. Um, and just a special shout out, I really thought uh, Javier Bardem put a tremendous performance. And if anybody watched his GQ interview, he had to learn how to sing and learn how to play guitar in 45 days before they start shooting being the Ricardos. So wow. uh, props yeah. to him for his preparation. Yeah. And again, it was a tremendous performance. Um, I really loved it. But man, I just think that's all, you guys. I know um, I. I don't know if I'm apologizing, but I, I know I'm being a little cynical this show, but you know, you wanted my, my predictions. So I mean, it seems like you guys are in the same, like you're on the cut, like you understand where I'm getting at. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I'm just saying like, you know, we're going with what we think will win, right? You know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not about, yeah, it's not about like who we want to win. I mean, yeah. but honestly, you know what what do we think the academy is going yeah. to yeah. go with you know these well, are these are true predictions but mark i gotta give you props mark you're going with a stat and i like that stat of like because i do sports betting myself yeah. so you went with right. that stat of if it won in the sag it won a miss that's kind of a cool stat i might put my base bets in man yeah but the only thing of the combat to combat like that, that strategy you know how many people pick the super bowl because of the madden you know the Madden simulator. Uh, Don't well, fall dumb. for the Madden simulator. <laughs> the do the Madden really simulator has been wrong so many times. Um, you know. So that's why we gotta come back with the results, you can man. Fade we gotta, that, but you yeah, we gotta see fade. who's right. You yeah. gotta fade that. Yeah. All right. So anyway, I got. So we okay. So next. Uh, so Joe, what do we got next? Next category is best supporting actress. And the nominees are Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter. Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, Judy Dench for Belfast, Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog, and I know I'm gonna butcher this name, Anjan Yu for Anjan Yu Ellis for King Richard. All right, uh, Wesley Jones of the Real Talk Movie Podcast, best foreign actress. Who uh, I, I would like to win, who I would like to, is Kirsten Dunst. I like Kirsten Dunst a lot, obviously. I think her and I are about the same age, have grown up watching her career from Prancer through Spider-Man and uh, other things that she's in all the way through Power of the Dog. I, I thought she was really good in the film. Uh, I, hope she, I hope she wins, but I don't think she's going to because there is a maybe the heaviest favorite in all of the Oscars, and that's Ariana DeBose and West Side Story. So I think that's probably who is going to win. Um, so put me down for that. All right, uh, Josh, movie aficionados. You know what? Yeah. I well, okay. So Ariana DeBose is definitely a possibility, but I'm actually going to go with. I'm going to give you some good news, Wes. Like I think that all of Kirsten Dunst's hard work from the past is catching up with her now all of the uh, melancholias and the, you know the beguiles and all that she's really been focused on this the indie you know art house film for the last like ever since after spider-man you know what i mean so yeah i think that it's her time it's the time to give it to kirsten dunce now um and she 
you know, she's never done it before. So I would say that she would be my personal, like, who I would lean towards. Um, but yeah, Ariana DeBose, I would say, would be another possibility too. But I'm going to go with Kirsten Dunst okay. is my thing. Mark Withers, yeah. best supporting actress. I, I think uh, Kirsten Dunst has a really good shot, just like what you what you guys said. Um, but honestly, I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say Anjanou Ellis. I'm predicting a mini sweep here. I thought that her performance in King Richard was was possibly even better than Will's, and Will turned in a great performance. So I, I think that she has a good chance of winning. Also, Judy Dench, just because she's dangerous. Yeah. Honestly, let's be honest. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, like I'm just gonna I'm gonna take a blind. Not really blind because I actually did see that movie, but 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 yeah, like I'm just gonna kind of like blindly throw a dart at the target and say Anjanou Ellis is gonna win this one. Who won at the SAG Awards, Mark? I didn't see the uh, for best supporting actress, honestly. Oh. Like so, yeah, that, this is truly a blind one. All right, I'm actually riding on the West train. I'm going with Adriana DeBose uh, for um, for West Side Story. I just again, I'm just the Spielberg. I'm riding that Spielberg train hard um, for, uh, for West Side Story. Um, again, safe pick. Um, I know Kirsten Dunst is definitely a possibility, but I'm going with West Side Story on this one. Uh, Joe, what's our next category? Next category is Best Supporting Actor. And the nominees are Siren Hines for Belfast, Troy Kotsur for Coda, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith-McPhee for The Power of the Dog. All right. Wesley Jones of the Real Talk Movie Podcast, who do you got? So for the longest time, Cody Smith-McPhee has been the heavy favorite to win. But as time has gone on, I think it's this could be one of those cases where he just got out to such an early lead and everybody was talking about it. And as we filter through awards season, sometimes people get a little bit of fatigue with it. And so that's who, if you would have asked me a month, a month and a half ago, who was gonna win two months ago, I'd have been like, dude, of all the categories, this is who's gonna win. But I'm actually gonna change my pick and I'm gonna go with Troy Kotzer from CODA. I think he's probably gaining some steam. And if CODA has any shot at winning, you know, the big award, they're going to have to pick up a little bit of awards along the way, I think. Uh, that thing that happened with Spotlight is incredibly rare, where they really lose out on everything, but then they wind up winning Best Picture. That hardly ever happens. So uh, <clears throat> I think that uh, that's going to be my pick. I'm going with Troy, Troy Kotzer. All right. Very well picked. Um, Josh, for movie aficionados, who, who wins? Um, I'd like to see Jesse Plemons win again because of the body of work. You know, he's that man. That man doesn't sleep, bro. Jesse Plemons has been in everything I've seen, like seven movies this year. Uh, and I, I don't even like Power of the Dog. Uh, but no, I'll go with Troy Kotzer though, just just to be safe. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Another thing I forgot to say is that I think because Jesse Plemons and Cody Smith McPhee were both nominated they could potentially split the vote for that particular movie which might push troy kotzer into that the place 
And Josh, the reason why Jesse Plemons uh, doesn't sleep, he's married to Kirsten Dunst, and Kirsten is still, <laughs> she's kept herself yeah, going, man. so I don't Hell blame yeah. her. <laughs> All right, Mark Weathers, who do you got for uh, Best Supporting Actor? I'm, I'm going to agree. I'm going to say Troy Kotzer for all the reasons that Wes said. Um, but having said that, I really want J.K. Simmons. I thought that he was awesome as William Frawley in, uh, in being the Ricardos, like a great Fred Mertz. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, you know, politi- you know, what I like aside, I, you know, if I'm thinking about it politically and tactically, it's going to be Troy Kotzer. Okay. So, uh, Mark, to tack on what you said, I'm actually going with J.K. Simmons for this one. I think being their car should walk away with something. If it's going to walk away with anything, again, it's not that he did better than uh, Nicole Kidman and, and Javier Bardem. I don't think he did. But Nicole Kidman and Harvey Bardem got really stiff competition. So I feel like J.K. Simmons is – if the being their car is going to walk away with something, it's going to be J.K. Simmons. So I'm going with J.K. Simmons on this one. I know I'm the black sheep here. I'm going with J.K. Simmons. I feel like being their car has to win something. I think it's going to be that one. Well, I will say another part of the algorithm is Hollywood. They like movies about Hollywood. So, yes. you know, they like yes. movies about the industry. So that's mm-hmm. another big rule, too. What what? I wish we had the release dates of these. I should have paid more attention to that because that's a big thing, too. But unfortunately, I think but, this uh, came yeah. out in November. November. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. That right? These are all these are all like Oscar time, prime Oscar yeah. times. Uh, right. yeah. yeah, like se- late September through December is like is Oscar bait season. So that's why. But that was why I was shocked about again <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road, which came out in May yeah. and won all those Oscars. And not like to mention Amazon. Action. That that was an Amazon moving. Amazon, you know, has been winning awards. That's a big thing right. too. They 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 used to hate Netflix and Amazon, and there was a big war with that. That's why I think you know there was a lot of snubs there. But yeah. so if you're on a streaming service, but now it's more accepted that you're in a streaming but service. The thing is, I think is, I think COVID it, changed a lot of that. Yeah, yeah that, that kind of, a lot of people were forced get... to kind of watch streaming. Yeah, oh, sorry. Well, I was gonna say, being the Ricardos also got theatrical release too. So right, right, but right. It was an Amazon, right, right. But it was it was an Amazon movie. All right. Mm. Okay, so now we can probably rip through. We can probably rip through these next ones now because now we're going into yeah. like the silly, silly stuff. Uh, Joe, go ahead. What's our next one? Uh, next one is best costume design, and the nominees are uh, Cruella, designed by Jenny uh, Baven. Uh, I think it's Serrano by Cyrano. Massimo Cantini, Parini, and Jacqueline Duran. Uh, Dune by Jacqueline West and Robert Morgan, Nightmare Alley by Louis Sakira, and West Side Story by Paul Tazewell. All right, Wes, best costumes. I'm gonna go Cruella here, and uh, I really think that it, it wins a little something. And I mean, I grew up in the early 90s on live action Disney stuff, and I could not believe that how much I actually enjoyed this movie. I was never going to watch it. Somebody talked me into watching the oh. movie, and I was like, what? I'm like, Cruella, are you kidding? And I watched it, and I was like, it's a pretty good movie. So anyway, that's my pick. Josh, best costume. 
I, I avoided Cruella because YMS gave it like a one out of ten. So I was like, oh, well, I don't need to say that. Uh, best costume, I'm actually going to go with Dune because this is a perfect opportunity for a movie like for a movie like Dune to win, just like, again, from the feeling of Mad Max Fury Road, where it's like, okay, we're not going to give you a big Oscar. We're going to give you a smaller one. We're going to give you costume design. We're going to give you cinematography. Uh, I know now I'm ruining your childhood, Wes. So I might put my cynical mind. Um, uh, um, but no, yeah, I think and I, I think actually Dune did have the best costume design, literally. Um, yeah, I mean, like, the, the way that uh, Stellan Skarsgård's character and everything yeah. else, Baron, all that, I mean... The poop suits. Great, great costumes. Yeah. All of them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, <laughs> Mark Withers, best costume. I, already think, I think I know what your pick's going to be. Yeah, you already know, man. It, it's Dune. It's got to be. You know what I mean? Like, th- these were some of the most imaginative... Uh, and and most thoughtful designs, I think, that came out this year, in my opinion. Not just the fact that I really uh, enjoy the movie, but just there was a lot of care taken in 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 designing and creating these these um, these pieces. And so I really think that you gotta you gotta acknowledge that. Yeah, I listen. I wanted to pick Dune. I'm going with Nightmare Alley. I just think Nightmare Alley had a very, uh, I mean, Dune is like ripped off a of source material where Nightmare Alley was its own thing. Um, and it was very creative. I, ugh. it's between those two. Like, and I was tear tottering, but I'm like, you know what? I, I'm going to, cause Night, I think Dune's got a lot more nominees. So I think maybe Nightmare Alley pull, pulls away with this one. So I, I went with Nightmare Alley, uh, but I won't be a bit shocked. If Dune wins, I won't be shocked because that, that be, that's basically my second choice. But I'm going with Nightmare Alley. Yeah. Joe, what's our next category? Uh, uh, before we move on to the next category, I want to shout out the uh, comedy stylings of our buddy Cole in the chat. Yep, who I see puts that. best picture as Space Jam 2. <laughs> oh, that, is, that is the biggest snub of the year. Absolutely, man. LeBron for LeBron for best actor, without a doubt. Yes. Get just give him all the awards. Yeah. Our next category is best sound, and the nominees are Belfast, Dune, No Time to Die, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Wes, go ahead. Best sound. Jay, are we doing every category, all Oscar categories? No, just most of them. Uh, okay. We got. Let's see. We have. Uh, I just lost my. Phone. There's, there's a lot left, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Was just... I don't think we need to do all of them. Yeah, well, like I said, we we could rip through these real quick. So, this is. Uh, I'm going. I'm going Dune. Most of the technical awards, I'm going to pick Dune because, for obvious reasons. Yeah. All right, Josh. What do you got for best sound? Dune, without a doubt. I saw it at AMC Prime. It was the best sound I've ever heard in sound design. Awesome, awesome sound. All right. I think this is going to be our first uh, unanimous decision. Mark, what do you got for best sound? And you're correct. It's going to be our, our so first So unanimous. unanimous okay, yeah. Mine's so, so am I. I'm going with Dune for this one as well. So we have unanimous for uh, Dune. All right, Joe, what's our next category? Our next one is best original score. And the nominees are Don't Look Up by uh, Nicholas Bertel, uh, Dune with Hans Zimmer, Encanto with Jermaine Franco, Parallel Mothers, Alberto Iglesias, 
The power of the dog, Johnny Greenwood. All right, Wes, Wes, um, go ahead. What's your pick? I mean, gotta go with Encanto. I mean, it's top in the charts. If you go to if you go to Spotify's like top fifty songs, like most listened to songs, Encanto's number one. And there's I think there's a couple more in the top ten. So I'm going with that. All right, cool. Uh, let's see, Josh. Those are songs, though. That's not the score, right? Like the score right. is like. Uh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. That yeah. you said. I'm sorry. You said the score. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm gonna uh, go with Dune because I yeah. literally was sitting there right with the credits rolling. Boom, 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 boom. One, <laughs> I, I really like Tom Zimmer's score for this. Um, more so, maybe not as much as Inception, but maybe more than like uh, the Batman. Uh, trilogy maybe maybe or as much or close Compromise. yeah i don't know any hans zimmer stuff that i don't like it I mean, I, he that, that, that's true yeah. but <laughs> yeah I, jay i screwed that one up okay. I, I definitely want to change for my for my best score score yes let's go dune all right I feel we have another uh, mark do we have another unanimous decision here are you going with oh dune? absolutely you can't fade hans zimmer Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's, he's like the modern-day GOAT. So, two so. in a row. We have we have a unanimous decision here. All right. Uh, Joe, just go through the, the movie. Don't, you don't have to go through the like the specific people. So, next okay. category, just go just say the movie. All right. Next is Best Adapted Screenplay. And the nominees are Coda, Drive My Car, uh, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog. All right. Wes, Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah, screenplay goes a lot um, along with, with Best Picture a lot of times, and so I'm going with Power of the Dog. Okay, awesome. Sorry, I'm just marking that down. Uh, and Josh, Best uh, Adapted Screenplay. Yeah, because I, I, I disagree with that. I don't think that they're correlated. Uh, usually it's director and Best Picture, but I'll go with Coda, though, regardless. I'm sorry, what did you say? Coda. Okay, sorry. And Mark, interesting pick here. What do you get? What do you got for uh, best adapted screenplay? Yeah, I'm gonna say Coda as well for uh, basically for the same reason that Wes said earlier. I, I really think that it has a really good chance of, of winning best picture. And it, and in order to do that, they're they're most likely gonna have to pick up a few along the way. And I think that this is probably gonna be one of the. Uh, awards that they win. I'm going with a weird one here. I'm going with Drive My Car. Uh, That's fair. I'm like going. It. I'm going. I gotta go left field for this one. All right, uh, Joe. Next category. I like that pick. Next one is Best Original Screenplay. This is where it gets interesting. And the nominees are Belfast, Don't Look Up, uh, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. All right. So Wes, Best Original Screenplay. Somebody said it earlier, Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood and that take place around LA and all that. So I, I gotta go licorice pizza here, although I could honestly care less, but uh, that's gonna be my pick. Okay, Josh, best original screenplay. Ooh, that's a very good pick. Um, I'm gonna pick a shocker. I'm gonna go with Don't Look Up based on politics and things i've seen and adam mckay is long overdue um and this is like kind of his pity his pity oscar so yeah i'll go with uh don't look up all right mark withers best original screenplay i'm gonna say king, i'm gonna say king richard 
on this one. Okay. Just a blind guess. Okay. Ooh. Uh, so we're I all, like it. all got, we all got different ones. I'm actually with Wes. I'm on, with Wes uh, on this one. I'm going Liquor's Pizza. I figure if, if that's not going to win Best Picture, it's going to get Best Screenplay. And that's why. I'm going. That's why I'm picking that one. All right. Uh, moving right along here. Um, Next we have Best Film Editing. And the Good nominees are Don't Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, The Power of the Dog, and Tick Tick Boom. All right, what, uh, Wes, what do you got for best editing? Uh, another one of the technical awards in Gun and Go Dune. Okay. Sorry, I'm just punching in here. All right, uh, Josh, what's your pick for best editing? Uh, for me, best editing has to go to my dude, uh, Jason Saint Germain, just straight up. Not for not for anything specific. <laughs> best, 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 best editor, best editing. <laughs> no, uh, I'll go with uh, Dude. Okay, okay. And then then my second would be you, Jay. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate oh, that. Man. Maybe, maybe I, someday. I feel hurt. I feel neglected. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mark. Are you your editing? I'm sorry. <laughs> Mark, you got my oh, vote. Man. Yeah, my I vote would be you, Mark. You guys have to Somebody it. loves it. All right. Mark, All I right. would vote for you. You know I would. Thank you. Hey, just for the record, if you guys go oh. vote for me for best editor, I learned from Mark, okay? So. Well, I do want to know your picks now, since you're both editors. This is your, your time to shine. Like, based on your professional, like, what you guys know. And, yeah. me, you know, I'm, I'm a hack editor. I'm really bad at it, but I try. All right, so Mark, what do you got for a uh, best editor besides besides me, besides you? Who's best editor for the Oscars this year? <laughs> well, yeah, coming in a close third, I'm going to say uh, Myron Kirstein and Andrew Weisbaum for uh, Tick Tick Boom. Oh, okay. I don't know if okay. you guys have seen this movie, but I think the editing is is really well done in it. I, I think the movie in general is stellar. Um, but yeah, like particularly the ed the editing is uh, especially innovative in my opinion. I'm going with a shot in the dark, and I'm going with don't look up. I'm, I kind of just went like this. I, 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 as much as I want to pick Dune, I don't think Dune wins this, wins best. In fact, I don't, I think I, if you want my honest opinion, I don't think the editing was that great in Dune. If you want my honest opinion. Yeah. I'm being honest. I mean, okay. the movie's great, but the editing was, I thought was a little off in my opinion. Um, and, and some, and some transitions I'm saying. Uh, so that's why I'm not going with do as much as that might be the easy pick. So I kind of picked that random. I went with don't look up. Moving right along. No, I wanted Joe. to hear that. Uh, what we got uh, next? Next category is best makeup and hairstyle. Oh my God, these are great. Go ahead. <laughs> the nominees are Coming to America, Cruella, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and House of Gucci. Wes, go. <laughs> Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, okay, okay. Yep, how they continue to age Jessica Chastain throughout it. I mean, if you look at the pictures of the real Tammy Faye and her, it was it was pretty incredible. Yeah. Josh. And it's subtle, very subtle. For, yeah. Green Knight, without a doubt. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, it should be. I wish. It really should I love be. Green Knight. Love yeah, definitely the best. Uh, but out of these that they picked randomly, uh, I'm going to go with um, House of Gucci because, like, oh. Yes, definitely some great makeup and effects there. All right, Mark Weathers, what do you got for uh, best makeup and hairstyling? 
I'm going to say the eyes of Tammy Faye as well. Um, not just because of what they did with Jessica Jastain, but pretty much every actor in that movie, they transformed into somebody who really looks like the person they're portraying. You know, if you look at um, uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio playing uh, Jerry Falwell in this movie, I mean, I really believed. I mean, he looked just like him. I did. I stopped seeing mm -hmm. D'Onofrio, you know. And the same thing with uh, Andrew Garfield playing Jim Baker. They really yep. did a good job of like of mm -hmm. staying true to the time, being accurate with the clothing with the hairstyles and being consistent throughout the time periods because it's this is a story that spans multiple decades and it actually shows them aging in it as well so i really thought that it was really impressive i think that it has an excellent shot probably the best shot and one of my favorite character actors or if somebody wants to argue and say he he's a supporting for sure but Vincent D'Onofrio, one of my all-time mm. favorites in that regard. Like, I love all his wacky characters and yeah. stuff that he's played over the years. None better than his turn as the bug man in Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> I love that character. Okay, yeah. so we have a house divide here. I'm going with House of Gucci. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I think that, if, you know, that I feel like that movie was snubbed. And if I'm being realistic there, the hairstyling, the clothes... Jer Leto in particular, who is basically unrecognizable, I think Hasaguchi wins wins best makeup hands down. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's just my safe pick, and like I said, I was a huge fan of that. This movie. is a chance to make up for the snub. This yes, is it. This exactly. Is if it's going to win anything. Shot. Remember, this is also yeah. the category that the first Suicide Squad won. Just throwing that yeah. out there. Academy um, Award winning Suicide Squad. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we Suicide Squad's an Oscar winner. Just remember that. Every time you, every yeah. time you dog on DCEU and Suicide Squad, just remember that Suicide Squad's an Oscar winner. <laughs> um, all right, Joe, next category. We're almost done here. What we got all next? All right. Next one is Best Animated Feature. And the nominees are Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchells vs. The Machines, and Rhea and the Last Dragon. All right, Wes, Best Animated Picture, go. I want Mitchells versus the Machines to win this so bad. What a hilarious movie. I love uh, Lord, uh, Phil Lord, and uh, is it Lord and Miller? Oh, is I think. Gosh, oh, I they're amazing. God, it is, it is so funny. It, and I've watched a whole bunch more animated films because my three-year-old is finally like enjoying movies, so I saw a ton of these. I saw all of these. And, um, man, Disney and Pixar, they're overrated right now when it comes to animated Mitchells versus machines i would love to see it but it's going to be in canto okay um i'm sorry i thought this was, was going to be your pick here so let me switch it up here um josh <laughs> best animated picture. <laughs> he's predicting your predictions um, i took my daughter to see i took my daughter to see raya the last dragon we like, almost it brought tears to my eyes it was such a beautiful film crazy like different type of ending crazy different type of movie uh switching it up from the formula the marvel for uh, not marvel dc formula or D disney formula dear christ um <laughs> and uh yeah one of those uh yeah i would go with ray and the last dragon okay good good pick here and finally uh mark withers what's your pick for best uh, animated film I mean, I think this is an easy one, Encanto. Yep. Um, we don't talk about Bruno, but everybody seems to be talking about this one. 
Um, and people, you know, Hollywood seems to be in love with Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's very, um, very much involved in this movie, particularly in the music. And I just, I, I don't see anything else with even having a shot. Yeah, uh, Mark, we agree once again. I'm going with the safe pick in Kanto. It's the safe pick. Uh, yeah. Next one I'm pretty excited about because I have a feeling the one I pick is going to win this one. But go ahead, uh, Joe. What's our next one here? All right, the next one is Best Original Song. And the nominees are Be Alive in King Richard, Dos Oroguitas in Encanto, Down to Joy in Belfast, No Time to Die in No Time to Die, mm -hmm. and Somehow You Do in Four Good Days. All right, Wes, Best Original Song. This is always a fun category year, every year, in my opinion. Well, if if so, from earlier, my my faux pas from earlier, you would think that I would pick Encanto here, but I think this is the wrong song. So I don't think it's going to win mm -hmm. now. I agree. Um, and to tell you the truth, I had forgot what was nominated in this area. So if that's the case, I, I finally get to throw a little bit of love to my, my Bond franchise, which is yes! one of my all-time favorite franchises. I'm going with Billie Eilish's No Time to Die. Very good pick. Josh, what is your pick for best original song? Hey, it only makes sense to have Billy win. Like, well, actually, exactly. like, just based on everything. Like, uh, and, you know, uh, it's not as good as Adele's, of course. That's, no, like, no. the best. Be but fun. still, but, yeah, it's going to go to Billy, though, I think. All right, Mark, do we have a unanimous decision here? I think we do, man. I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I probably haven't mentioned it on this show, but anybody that knows me knows I love Billie Eilish. And I saw recently a documentary called um, The World's a Little Blurry, which is about basically how Yeah, you were raving about it on Facebook. So amazing, amazing documentary. But in that, there's a scene where Billy and Phineas are actually sitting and writing No Time to Die. And just, just that scene alone just made me fall in love with the song. I personally want this to win but I also think that it has the best chance of winning. Uh, we're all in agreement here. I I feel like James, anyone that does a James Bond song is gonna have, it's, it's gonna make headlines. It's, it, yeah, absolutely. She was the right pick for the right time for the right movie. Uh, but real quick, Mark, have you seen No Time to Die yet? I had not watched it okay, yet. Okay, okay, okay. He's got my, he's got my digital code. He's got, don't, don't no ruin it, don't ruin it. it. He's got my digital code. But that's, yes, without, I have no, without a shadow of a doubt, Billie Eilish and James Bond's going to win this category. All right, we're almost done here. Joe, what's the next one? All right, next one is Best Cinematography. And the nominees are Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. All right, Wes, best cinematography. This is a big award. Um, every, every, I love the cinematography award, and I'm going to have to go with uh, Dune here. I really hope that it wins. Uh, as much as, you know, people have crapped on the power of the dog, I really like the cinematography in it as well, but going with Dune. All right, uh, Josh, best cinematography. It's definitely Green Knight, without a doubt. The best of the year. No, <laughs> Dune, Dune. Yeah. I voted for for Green Knight in the cinematography yeah, award. It was so great. It was yeah, so I did. That I poor did. guy, man. He made a ghost story too. That got super snubbed too. Like, yeah, the Green Knight is is yeah. fantastic. Yep. Oh I need to see that. All right, Mark. Yeah. Best cinematography. 
this is a tough one, man. Cause like, I really, you know, I, I love the cinematography in Dune and um, the tragedy of Macbeth, man. I mean, yeah, that, that was beautiful. You know, I love just the gloominess, the heaviness of it, just the way that it was lit. Um, and, you know, while I haven't seen West Side Story, I've seen clips of it. I, you know, I think that the parts that I have seen are brilliant. Um, it's, it's tough, man. I don't know. But I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm just going to say Dune. Okay. I... Okay, so I'm actually going with West Side Story here. Um, I was teetering, tottering between Tragedy of Macbeth and West Side Story. I just think West Side Story is the safe pick, so I'm going with that one. So, uh, Dune wins. You guys were right. I don't think Dune's going to win this one. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with West Side Story. Uh, all right, we got uh, we got three more, and we're going to call it a night. So, we'll rip through them real quick. So, uh, go ahead, Joe. Best international feature. Go for it. Yes, Best International Feature. The nominees are Drive My Car, Flea, The Hand of God, Lunana, A Yak in the Classroom, and The Worst Person in the World. All right, Josh, or looks to me, Josh. Uh, Wes, go ahead for uh, Best Foreign Flick. Is this not the easiest category to pick of the night? I mean, it's Drive My Car. Yeah. It has to be. It's nominated for Best Picture, hint, hint. Right. So, <laughs> um, go on with that. All right. I have a feeling we have a unanimous decision here. Josh, what's your pick? Yes, try my car. It's really, it's really tete, man. That movie's brilliant, but nice. Try my car. Ugh. Mark, are we, nauseating. Do we have a unanimous decision? I don't even want to watch I'm the Oscars. With that one. <laughs> All right. We have a unanimous decision. Drive my car. All right. Um, All right. So the next category is best production design. And the nominees are Dune, Nightmare Alley. The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. All right. Wes, go ahead. Um, I don't know. I Dune. I'll say Dune again. I'm going to get some of these Dunes right. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> oh, by default, you might get them all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, so, and so will I, because I'm also picking Dune. It's literally like in the title, best production design. The amount of money and everything that's mm -hmm. the design of the production. Right. <laughs> that's what it is. Mark that's Withers, good. do we have another unanimous decision here? Yeah, I don't see how we, we can. Yes, yep, yep <laughs> exactly. I'm 100% with you guys on this one. Um, all right, next one. I think it's another unanimous decision coming, but go ahead, Joe. The next one is Best Visual Effects, and the nominees are Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, wait a minute. I have a feeling Mark's picking one of the MCU movies, but go ahead, Wes. Uh, what's your pick? <laughs> well, I've talked a lot about heavy favorites tonight, but the heaviest favorite of any category, even more than the Drive My Car one, is Dune. So it's the heaviest favorite in any category. So, I mean, I got to go with that. Okay, Josh, what do you got for uh, best special effects here? I want to go rogue. I want to not pick Doom this time. I want to pick, like, Spider-Man. I really do. I'm going to. I'm going to go rogue. I'm going to go with Spider-Man No Way Home because oh, okay. Doom can't win them all. I'm going to switch it I up. I thought yeah. this would be Mark's pick, but... <laughs> no, I think Shang-Chi had kind of... Shang-Chi was terrible special effects. I don't care. I, I, really I knew you were going to start in on Shang-Chi, man. 
Shang-Chi no. has no oh, business I'm being sorry. <laughs> Shang- No, not you, Jane. Sp- okay, no, listen, but Spider-Man. Those animals and stuff, those animals look so bad. That was the island. I was on board until that. I'm okay with Spider-Man being here. <laughs> And those, those dragons, man. <laughs> those dragons, they were so bad. It was like you, me, you, or Jay could have done that in Photoshop or whatever. Yeah. We could have made those dragons. Right. I'm, I'm sorry, animators. I'm not trying to crap <laughs> you, but <laughs> that was really bad. All right, I'm really interested. Mark, what is your pick? Are you going with Spider-Man or are you going with Doom? Well, neither. I, I, I'm going with Free Guy on this one. What? I think, mm. I think that's yeah, wow. I think that yeah, wow. I wasn't going to weigh in, but I actually have to weigh in on this one, and I'm going to go with Free Guy, too. Of course you are, Joe. <laughs> I- Come on. First of all, I'm the gamer of the group. And I secondly, know. who can ignore Buff Ryan Reynolds? Oh, my <laughs> God. I am baffled. I'm so yeah, fucking baffled right now. It doesn't right look good. Now. Okay. Like, oh, go ahead. Go I'm going with Dune. Even though okay. it brings a All smile right. to my face that no time to got, die got nominated, I knew I know it's not gonna win. Um, Dune hands down has to win this. Like Shang Chi just has no business being here. Spider Man I can understand. Yeah, that was weird. Spider Man I can understand, but I just feel like Dune mm-hmm. head and heels above Spider Man, and I gotta go with Dune. Mm-hmm. I really right. gotta go with Dune here. So. <laughs> I gotta hit you up, Joe. I'm sorry, uh, Joe. You've done a great job, by the way, of the show. But yeah, Free Guy, a lot of it was like in game stuff. So that's not really a special effect. That's just like. It was a joke, show. by the way. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, I don't know. Do something Oh, No more pick Free Guy, for real. <laughs> and for the record, I'm just gonna say this right now: as much, like of, a, as much of a Godzilla fan I am, I like I'm so glad that Godzilla vs Kong did not get nominated because I did not mm. like the special effects of that movie. And there were people that was the, bitch, one, dude. the people were a lot of people were bitching. People were like, "Oh, Godzilla vs Kong should have been." I'm like, "No effing way!" No, uh-huh. like yeah. Skull Island out. looked better than that movie in my opinion. So. Mm. Skull Island was great, man. Like, that's the one that, like, actually got me hyped to see Godzilla vs. Kong. And that was, like, apples and oranges, you know what I mean? Like, why couldn't you keep it on the same level? I don't know why. You know what's interesting, too, is, like, Free Guys, a Disney movie, Shang-Chi, Spider-Man's, well, Disney and Sony. Uh, No, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm happy No Time Dies in there, but, man, I'm going with Dune. I just feel like that's, I feel like if, if Dune doesn't win this category it was a failure mm. <laughs> right I, but Moves yeah for not <laughs> but yeah i think we got some good i i so i have all this on record i have all this on record all the numbers yeah. so i cannot wait so that being said uh thursday march 31st will mm. be our result reaction so Josh and Wes, if you guys can be here for that, I'd be ecstatic. If you can't, uh, don't worry. We will we will definitely shout out and acknowledge your picks as well. Um, so, oh man, I'm really excited because we got some like this is like great because we like yeah we had some unanimous decisions, but thr- throughout we all had like different picks. So this was, this was a lot of fun. I really cannot. Dude, we gotta do this again next year. This was fun. <laughs> yeah, let's uh put put me down. I'll do the best that I can and yeah, try to be on top. Yeah, yeah, try, yeah, try to just remind me. Um, did we? Did I miss the Golden Globes? 
I we used didn't, to watch we that. We didn't do. We didn't do Golden. We we did Emmys and we did Oscars. We didn't do Golden Globes. <laughs> yeah, Mark, we, we Mark you mentioned the SAG Awards a lot. Yes. I did, what won the Golden Globes? I don't know what won there. Maybe there's some correlation. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I actually never followed them. Well, I'm not gonna say I never followed them, but like I'd say for the past like two, three years, I haven't been following the Golden Globes at home. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, so we didn't do a stream for that. Hmm. Um, but I don't know. Now that you mention it, I'm curious to see how those awards would correlate with there the usually isn't those that's yeah. why we used to the sag words i was like well maybe that's an interesting uh stat yeah but the the I, I like yeah i i prefer the sag awards because that's okay that's their peers that's actually yeah. hollywood where <laughs> golden go. globes is a hollywood foreign press which is like so mm -hmm. far removed from mm -hmm. anything involved in the industry really so i don't i tend to not follow those you know so not to dismiss them or anything I'm just that, looking at just all not. of our picks right now. I'm kind of laughing. There's one category where, where all four of us had different picks, and that's best director. So just so you know, if there's if, if Kenneth Barang Bar 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 for Belfast wins best Bar director, we Entirely all missed possible. like we all missed it. We like we, Mark's got Paul Anderson, Wes got Jane Camp uh, Campion. Uh, Josh got Drive My Car, and I got West Side Story. We all got different things. So I'm going to laugh so hard if Belfast fucking wins best. It probably. We're Brian all going to be like will. scratching our fucking head. <laughs> if he wins, does that fall to me? <laughs> I'm like, hey, Joe, I'll give you a chance right now, Joe. Do you want do you want to pick for shits and giggles? Do you want to pick Belfast for best director? I'll take the underdog. Why not? Okay. okay. So one of us is going <laughs> to... <laughs> One of us is guaranteed now. <laughs> oh man! All right, guys, this was fun. Uh, we all got stuff to plug in, so Wes, go ahead, man. Go ahead and plug uh, plug whatever you want to plug right now. All right, I appreciate it. As always, love being on the show. Uh, this was a fun episode to do, and uh, we'll just love anybody out there watching or listening to come check out Real Talk Movie Podcast. Again, you're going to find us on any of your podcast platforms. And, uh, yeah, we would appreciate any rating or review as well that you could you could leave for us as too. And so um, you got to check out Nerd Cage first. You're doing that now. Check out the other content Josh puts out. And then finally, whenever you're almost exhausted with content, stop by Real Talk for just a minute. Yes. Save the best for last. Yes. <laughs> Links are in the description. By the way, I, I listened to the whole Marvel episode today, and I absolutely had to. Wes, you and I, we we, we got the same wavelength when it comes to the Marvel movies. Just saying. Um, what did 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 you guys actually believe that I wasn't going to be part of it? Did, did you for a minute, I honestly yes. thought there was a good chance you would. would <laughs> for that, for yeah. a minute, I really, I'm like, wow. Um, but yeah, you fooled me. Um, did yeah, you, I, we, I have the same feeling. Like I'm, I'm, it's, it's. The fatigue is there, and I really, I like the early MCU. It's just, yeah. For me, from from, uh, what's the second Avengers movie? Uh, Age of from Age of Ultron onwards. That's that's when I lost it. Mm -hmm. Although there's a few good ones here and there, but right. I brought in the the Thanos music a little bit, I and laughed. then put in that clip, and I was <laughs> I was cracking up while I was editing it like that. And uh, anyway, it 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 was fun. It was definitely you fun. You definitely had me full, but yeah, everyone should check that out. Um, I'm, I'm gonna. Great to kill time. I love I love the podcast. 
again, it's it, 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 it gets me through the day. I appreciate what you do. All you West Gabe, Tommy, thank you. You guys get me through oh, the day. I second that. Thanks, man. West, is that you? That's not YouTube though, right? That's uh, cause I wanna I wanna get on this and listen to it. Yeah, well, it's uh, you? you you'll find me if you on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, um, Amazon's got one. I mean, we're. I, I really need to get on the YouTube, but I just I just don't have I don't have time to take on a whole another thing when trying to edit the video right, um, right. of the show. I just I hope to one day because we're missing we're missing a big piece of potential audience by not doing that. It's just hey Gabe T Man, you want to take care of that? Please do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Joshua Burst of Movie Aficionados, man. Go ahead and plug away. Uh, movie and gaming aficionados. I, uh, you know, like if your guys are Yu-Gi-Oh players, Magic players, I'm always on there playing. Uh, I actually started playing Elden Ring, uh, so I'm gonna be doing Elden Ring streams. Um, if you guys want to join, I know you guys are gamers, so maybe we could also do Elden Ring. Uh, we'll all play through or something. I don't know if you picked it up. Guilty Gear, fighting games. Yeah. yeah, it's great, great. I'm playing Horizon Forbidden West right now, so. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah, fighting games. I play any fighting game. You name it. Arc Systems games, Mortal Kombat, and then movie reviews, news. Sorry. I review, you know, indie stuff, big time stuff, um, and also uh, check out. It's gonna be a weird one, but uh, before I go, check out DAP South Carolina. I made their theme song. Uh, their channel's blowing up. Um, DAP South Carolina, uh, and that's it, man. You know, thank you guys for having me on the show. Always subscribe to Nerdcage Live too. We always love having you here, here man. You're thank welcome you. to us, and thank you so much for all you do. And thanks for promoting us on your uh, page as well. Um, Joe, tell them about tomorrow. All right. Tomorrow at 8 p.m. EST, we will be on Twitch playing Untitled Goose Game. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Such a great time. Uh, just for the record, we're, we are doing, like, one-offs every Friday till Kirby comes out. So this coming Friday is going to be Untitled Goose Game. Mark Withers, tell everybody about Monday. Monday. Wait till Monday. March 7th. Opens for the discussion for The Batman. I yes. am actually so excited to see this. I am seeing it tomorrow directly after work. Jay, I know. Jay and Joe. I know that you both saw it like a couple of days ago. I know, and you, I'm gonna see it again. I know you guys have your oh, okay, and you're gonna see it again. I know yeah, you guys kind of had some mixed feelings about it, but I am stoked to see this. I've been wanting to see it for a long time. I know a lot of people, a lot of a lot of people have uh, sort of mixed reactions about Robert Pattinson, but I have full faith that he's gonna deliver. I think he's gonna do a great job. I cannot wait to see this, and I can't wait till Monday when we get to talk about it absolutely yes. yes um for the record i loved it i just couldn't give it a perfect 10 i think people are overrating it but i loved it i did love it and i i will see it again and i cannot wait to get into the spoiler discussion because there's so much and it's really hard yeah. for me to get my mouth shut because i'm not spoiling for nobody i'm not <laughs> and it makes me mad yeah, spoilers are out there Damn, I work Monday. Damn, man, I would have got in there with you, but sorry. Right. We're, we're doing well, it Monday. We're doing it at our night. Spider-Man spoilers, <laughs> Spider-Man spoilers. No, that's why I work. It's awesome. night. Oh, I got you. Yeah. The thing is, like Monday, like we want to give people time to see it, which is why we're not Thursday, fair, Friday, fair. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, four days. Yeah, yeah, to fair. See it. So that makes sense. That's why we're doing it Monday, and like I said, we did Spider-Man on the Monday, and we did really good. 
so these Monday spoiler streams seem to seem to work uh, for big movies anyway. Uh, but yeah, so that's what we got going on, and I just want to promote one more thing before we go. Uh, for the record, next Thursday we'll likely do more the Batman talk with other guests and whatnot. So, Josh, Wes, if you guys are available next yeah. Thursday, want to jump yeah. in on that? Um, I'm still waiting to hear back from a couple other people because we have a loaded like Monday, like we're we're capped out. We are capped out Monday, and I have a feeling that we're still gonna be talking about it. So that's why I'm Thursday. I'm gonna, we're gonna do it again just with other guests. So, um, so yeah, if you guys want to jump on that for next Thursday, you know, let me know like Wednesday or Thursday. Hey, you got, I, I want to jump on this Batman conversation. So Monday and Thursday will be Batman spoiler discussion, but the main one will be Monday. But I just want to promote next Saturday. We are re-teaming up with our friends from Komi Dogu, Toasty from Komi Dogu, and Mad Mike Jones. As Joe and I, we're going to watch episodes 8 through 15 of Mortal Kombat Conquest, another 7-hour stream. This next Saturday, which is March 12th, starting at 6 p.m. Very much looking forward to the, my God that we have fun, Joe, on that first batch yeah, so episode. Pizza party at Jay's. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> so we're very much looking forward to that. So, yeah, we have a loaded uh, calendar this month on Nerdcage Live. In fact, we're already filling in April. But if you want to see the whole entire calendar, it's posted on the Facebook discussion group pinned at the top. It's also pinned on Twitter as well if you want to see the full live stream schedule for Nerdcage Live. Very excited. We have some brand new guests coming on this month. We got the, the spoiler streams. Well, spoiler streams. And, of course, the Mortal Kombat Conquest Watch Party. So, my God, Nerdcage Nation coming in strong this month of March. Our time, baby. Uh, again, thank you, to, uh, Mark. I'm glad to see you got your, all your new stuff set up. Joe, thanks for doing what you do, as always. And, of course, our brothers in uh, Real Talk of Movie Podcast, Movie, Fish, movie and Gaming Aficionados. Thanks so much for joining us. So that being said, we previously asked you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, spread that shit like Silva. So USA, from yours truly, Syracuse, New York, Bowling Green, Kentucky, New Jersey, Louisville, Kentucky, to all our friends and fans around the world at Nerdcage Live, Real Talk Movie Podcast, and Moving Gaming Aficionados. As always, enjoy life. Stay safe. Do your push-ups, eat your vegetables, and good night. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! Ah! Ha 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 ha!